Welcome in to the Napros podcast. This is the actual episode three. We recorded uh, another episode yesterday, and um, I said it was episode three. It was actually episode four. Uh, just we were kind of trying to keep it sequential, and so we're, we're finishing chapter one today. I don't know how I forgot that we were supposed to do uh, episode uh, three yesterday, um, but just space my mind. So. Now I'm up at 5.45 in the morning, China time, recording this podcast because we got to record it. <laughs> so, how are you doing today? I'm horrible, you know. I had a cookout at school for uh, ASME. Um, well, explain to the people what, AS, what, what is ASME. Explain to the, explain to the, 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 the not, not so good with uh, acronym people. Not so good with acronyms. ASME stands for American Society of Mechanical Engineers. So, what that means is uh, basically how awesome I'm doing. No. <laughs> what that means is um, basically you can join this group and like, it kind of has some benefits, like just job postings, there's different uh, seminars they might have. I don't know, it's kind of like some people actually look for you being a member. They want you to be a member almost. Like, I don't understand why, but I'm not complaining, you know? Yeah. But yeah. they want you to be a member just to to show, like, you belong to a group, I guess. Okay. So, anyways, right. I joined that group. Um, became the treasurer last year, dropped out of the treasurer because I figured let somebody else have it. Plus, it just goes time wise and stuff. Well, and it goes fall to spring, and I graduate this fall. So, I mean, I won't do that all halfway through it. So, instead of cutting out halfway through the year. Um, yeah. So, that being said, uh, we had a cookout. It's kind of like the first cookout we had since COVID. And it was nice to just be able to get to go with people that you're suffering with. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All school stuff. Yeah. All right. Okay. So anyway, so yeah, no. after that, let's see. I was supposed to go to the gym today, but I didn't. Yeah. My, my gym partner canceled, so I just stayed out of it. Oh. Yeah. That really, really takes. Wow. Yeah. 100%. Anyways, how am I delayed? Am I like super delayed? No, 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 you're not delayed. No, 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 no. You're, I mean, I, I got, you, I got you good. Am I delayed? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. It's just. I don't know. I don't care. Let's go for it. All right. Let's give it a whirl. Actually, let me make sure that uh, certain things are on and running. Yeah, should be on and running. I think it's good. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> Weird, but that's fine. Um. Okay. So. All right. Um, so at the at the middle of um, I guess middle of chapter one, uh, he starts talking about these uh, undefined expectations. Um, so um, kind of like one of the one of the headlines is that, that um, men are, are are left kind of like wondering in a society like like how how and where they fit in society. 
they're they're not they don't they don't know their their purpose. We don't well we don't I guess I should say we don't know our our purpose in society anymore. And so I kinda wanted to like kind of get get your thoughts on that. Like what do you what do you think about that? Like do you think that's a real thing? Do you think it's a little sensationalized? What are your thoughts? No, I think I think um a lot of men are lost these days, you know, like you have a lot of uh, a lot of men raised up, you know, told not to be rough, tough and humble and then, you know, when you get older, you know, they're kinda like this nice soft person. I mean you have two extremes also. You have one that's just like super ridiculously too much masculine, you know, no no kindness, no warmness. And then you have the other side where it's just like I'm trying not to use bad words, but there's just two extremes, you know. So loss is definitely definitely a good word for it. Um mm. maybe maybe confused, maybe not lost, maybe confused. Like, not, sure like how, not sure how they should fit in. Like confused about how how they should act and how they should be. Is that what you mean? Yeah, sort of like the guys act just who they should be, you know. Should be okay. Right now, should this be king? I mean, it's already been said that men mature later than women do, but at the same time, you know, everything mainly is pushed down. Okay. 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 Um. So he goes. He goes on to kind of like mention that that like being manly is is kind of like he he gives an example, I guess, of this this guy who's who's in in a van with uh, his his wife and his family, and um, that his wife is turned around and is yelling at um, their their kids, and that he's not he's not actually. Um, like he's, he's not, he's just kind of like zoning out, just kind of just there, just kind of like, um, status quo. Um, well, we're, we're not just not just status quo, but we're just like nothing really, yeah, not not really engaged or anything like that. Like what, what's going on? And and like he, he kind of Ryan kind of goes goes into um, this idea that since we don't know, uh who we are part of the reason why is because like we're 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 men are mocked in movies uh, or, or in the media or, or on tv or, or like even i guess even in, in music um and that, that men are kind of treated as um the threat to overall existence of humanity and so so yeah, there's that challenge. So, um, do you agree? You disagree? Do you and like? Do you have any instances where you feel like men are being mocked by media or movies or TV? Hit or miss. I mean, you see some movies that are like macho man, Randy Savage is what they want. Mm-hmm. I mean, more news. More, uh, just more or less the news, I would say. Not not really movies, TVs. You know, it's hit or miss for those. 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, for a family bed, it is kind of like a glaze. Like, I mean, I've been there. You know, just like, it's a good song. Just making it through and, you know, not even caring, really, honestly. Yeah. Just trying to make it through the car ride. I got gotcha. you. But, yeah, I mean, it's all about, you know, uh, I don't know, not so much. Not so much movies, TV, definitely news, definitely personal lives, definitely school systems. Um, young school systems, you know, it's all about cages and wild things that we know as boys. You know, it's like, mm. it's kind of like, it's kind of like why I don't really put such a firm grasp on my kids. Like, I want them to be wild. You know, I want them to be boys. You know, boys will be boys. I want them to be boys. I'm not going to curb that energy for no you know, you tear it up as much as you can. If you do something wrong, you step out of line. Yeah, I correct you. But I mean, Ezra, you know, pressure doesn't handle my youngest son. You can just cut that out. One of my youngest kids, he's just, man, you just, everyone punch me out of nowhere. And like, if we're playing, I don't care. You know, as long as they don't get the blow the, the bell, you know. I mean, he's just tough. You know, Jacob, the other youngest one. <laughs> he's, 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 not so much punchy, but like he'll just come up and just like, like you just see, like he just wants to tear you apart. Like he pinches a lot. You know, I don't know, I don't know if you do that or not, but he pinches so much. He's like, like it just, it's kind of like for me growing up when I was fighting, you know, like fighting something for me, like that was how I reacted, like when I liked something. Or, but like at the same time, it's like, I don't know, it's like, it's like that, um, that inner world, you know, that inner. Rage, you know, that face you make me get upset. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, what are, I, I guess, I guess for, for I guess, kind of like the the, the thought that I, I don't, I don't know if like that necessarily is good because, like, because, like, because, like, I guess in my mind, like, it's it's kind of creating this this mindset of I, I like, like again. If you're wrestling around or if you've kind of like gotten into the in, into them where it's like, okay, we're we're goofing off or we're having this time, then 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 yes, like letting that letting that happen. But I I wonder if there's a concern or an issue where maybe they take that kind of those actions or that energy and they do it to other people or they they they, they like kind of Presented to other people, um, and, and like in that in that sense, like your thoughts on that? Because like to me, like it, it, again, not having any children at all. Like one of my thoughts is, what if we? Allegedly. Well, no, I don't, I'm, I'm, there's no children. Period. Not allegedly. Not not even unallegedly. But the idea is like we like if if my if my I mean, I, I would definitely like curb if my child were trying to do the same thing to somebody outside, like um, you know, like other other little kids, you know, doing that kind of thing, because because of the fact that I know that it would hurt um, them, and so it's kind of it's kind of like where do you find that balance? Where do you where do you get the balance of allowing your child? Where do you get the balance of allowing your child to 
be quote unquote wild and, and be a boy and go and, and explore boy type things or man type things and where do you actually like stop it or, or well I shouldn't I shouldn't say that. Where do you let them go wild and where do you not? Like like where where's that balance at? Is there a balance? I mean, you kind of gauge how the parties are what they're doing almost. You know, like for me, it's like if, if the parents are like looking around, like where's this kid's parents at? One way of knowing, like maybe they're going too far with whatever they're doing. Um, and it's also how the other kid reacts. You know, if the other kid's doing the same thing that they am, they're doing it back. You know, go at it if it's not hurting nobody, especially each other. Like I don't let them get hurt. Like, I sure as heck do not approve of my kids hurting each other. Like, mm. the younger two and the oldest one, like, they're fighting. I, I do not tolerate that. Like, punching each other, hitting each other. Because, I mean, I look at it like this. It's like, that's all you got in this world after your parents are gone. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have your siblings. Y'all need to make a bond where y'all stick together. You fight against something else together. And, you know, they do that, too. I mean, like, if I mess with one, you know, the other ones are coming the same. You know, like, though. Yeah. It's never just, like, one against all of them. It's just, but, like, I just don't. That's one line I draw. You know, you're not going to sit there and punch your brother. Like, that's not acceptable. You know, yeah. if I'm wrestling with you, you're not going to hurt them. You know, if you're playing with each other, that's fine. They get mad so quick, too. Like, that. they are their daddies made over. Um, but as far as other kids, it's like, I mean, it goes both ways, you know, like, like you have to draw a line one way, but also the other way, like, cause you know, there's times now where Alice gets in the little snippets, I got the names again, Alice gets in the little snippets, just here, just leave them in there, where, uh, <laughs> like a, an older kid does something or another kid does something and I'm like, you know, are you telling me the whole story? You know, and then I got to fish the whole story out. I was like, so you wanted me to go and make a big deal about it. And you over here acting like a donkey, like nothing else is happening. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he, we were at a park one day and he, he calls some, some girl's sister. He's like, I mean, I don't think he made anything like He's so literal. He's like, man, your sister had a big head. I was like, why would you say that? Like, there's something you don't have to say. So, yeah. Well, turn turned out I saw that girl later on. She had a big head. I mean, he was 100%. <laughs> Like, I'm gonna do this, I guess. Like, you can't say that. You know, like, he was like, you know, they they said I was being rude. And all this stuff. I was like, well, you were being rude. I was like, even if it is true, there's sometimes you have to quell that. You know, I, it's funny because, like, I had to learn that myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're, teach, you're teaching your kids something, you're still trying to learn yourself. It's yeah. Hilarious. And so, learning, learning, learning how to learning how to be tactful uh, when you when you present. Um, Something that may may or may not uh, cause somebody else to react oh, like a certain way. Like and, you know, there's things that he said that doesn't bother me. Like, like for instance, you asked me how do I draw a line. Like when I have dad's house, you know, like it's it's just so much tricky because I just don't want to hear dad complaining. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like if they're out with me, like house must say something off to me, but like. He might get upset with me. I'm like, I understand. He's upset. You know, he gets upset. Says, you know, well, you're fat. I was like, that is true. I was like, but you're still wrong. Yeah. You know, like they don't. You know, it's like he says it just to be mean or to phase you, but it don't worry. You just gotta like sometimes just be like overlooking. Like you're not gonna get a rise out of this. I'm 
like, and then I'll say something, and he'll be like, kind of like, yeah, you're right, I shouldn't have done this. Mm-hmm. Like, he understands what he's doing. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no sense in, like, having yeah. to beat him up because of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, anyway, where, where are we at? Oh, this idea of, um, all right, so this idea of, so you, you correcting, correcting, or, or not, not so much correcting, correcting him when he says something that, that that's kind of like mean, intended to be mean, but, but maybe just preventing him from, um, or maybe just like saying, okay, yeah, but you're trying to get a rise out of me or you're trying to be kind of a bit of a jerk out of it. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go through all the details, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's more or less he's upset. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, you probably shouldn't have said that, you know. I'm not going to smack you, you know. I mean, there's sometimes just like, you know, yeah, okay, you want to say that, let's sit out from playing. I mean, his biggest thing is sitting out like you, you know, and sitting out at you. You put him in timeout, we're doing something fun. Man, mm-hmm. he's dying. Mm-hmm. He's over there like, oh my God, how long am I going to sit out? I don't know. Like, how long you keep talking over there, son? Yep. Yep. So, um, one thing I was going to say was like, there's a term you use, you know, that was, it was real big in the 90s. You know, it was like, it's kind of funny. It was, uh, it's kind of like what, what curved the whole thing. You know, it was misogyny, you know, mm-hmm. uh, basically being against women, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now you see that like, it's flipped almost. Like it's not okay to be a man. You know, it's too much. And, and there's actually a term for that. Um, you see right there, it's misandry, which is crazy, you know. So now we live in a society where it's not okay to be a man. It's not misogyny anymore. It's misandry now. It's like the man is pushed away, pushed down, cast aside until, like we said before, until we're needed. Yeah, yeah. Emergencies, manliness, something that requires. Them. And there's not many things. I mean, there's not many things nowadays that a man can do that a woman, some woman can do. Right. Well, and, and, and he goes and he goes into this idea of um, where you know we, we have we have we have now instead of men teaching boys how to be men. You know, we, we have more of uh, them than like being raised by women. We have more like instead of boy scouts being separated from a girl scout, it's now all of a sudden trying to be more inclusive. The scouts, yeah, trying to be more inclusive of just you know all all sexes, and so kind of having that as a dilemma where now there's an issue. And, and like so, he goes on and like talk about how there are certain things that a woman cannot teach a, man, a, a boy, and certain things that a, a man can't teach a girl. And so I was, I was wondering from like your perspective, what do you think women cannot teach boys? Because I don't think we can. I mean, I think we can guess what men can't teach girls. But like, what do you, what do you presume would be maybe like one thing that like women cannot teach men? I mean, how to be a man, but like, but, but like, more, more specific, like in what? More specific. I mean, like, like, like all men should have like a code almost, you know, 
that guy mob, you know, like, I don't know how to explain it. Um, you should have a sense of writing wrong, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I'm not saying women can't just write it wrong, but it's like, you said there's just some things you don't do as a man that, I don't know, honestly, I feel like there's something I just can't put words on. Let me think about that one. Let me come back to that. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I like like for me, I, I would I would say like maybe maybe like one of the one of the challenging things that 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 would be for for women to teach men is is how to be both tough and kind at the same time. Like how to how to be like how to how to well, let's just say how to correct your child. But being kind at the same time, like like how to I mean, kind of that's, 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 let, me, let me think this through. So you know, we live in a society where there's no many male figures around. And I think what it is it's like there's there's that balance that you don't have when raising kids. Even a boy, like the boy looks to the mom for kindness, but the boy looks to the dad for the adventure and the approval, you know, like, you know, daddy, dad, do a good job. You know, mama gives that to you, but mama's always going to be proud. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, dads, dads will tell you if you're doing well, also tell you if you're doing good. Most dads, good dads. You know, I mean, you, you itch for that, and, and I think it's a badass because it's like, you know, moms raise kids to love them. But they raise them for that to be their number one love, you know. So, like, you know, I think I like the Drake song, I love is my bed and my mom, you know. Did you meet yourself? You froze. We keep talking. It froze. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I feel like it's, it's learning how to move past mom is one thing that mom can't teach you. You know, stepping out away from the house getting out of your own. So I one one thing one thing so one idea that I've got like I, I think I think there's definitely a, a a sense of like empathy that your mom can teach you. I think there's a sense of uh, kindness that mom can teach you that that dad dad may not be so so good at. Um, but then also I think that there's like responsibility. Like I would venture to say, like we have the term helicopter parents, but but like definitely, definitely I would say more so on the mom's side, just as a protective unit. Your mom wants to protect, but but the dad's kind of like, okay, let me see if I can put this child in danger. Let me see what kind of like happens. And not like not like physical harm or like Dang physical dude. disability, yeah, not like not like in that sense where it's like okay, I'm gonna push my child off the edge of a cliff and see if it survives. No, not that, not quite to that extent. But like, I mean, like, there's no way. Like when we were learning how to swim, there's no way our mom would have threw thrown us into a life vest and then tossed us out into the water and said, "Swim back." No way, not happening. But like, there's there's a sense of like maybe like self I mean, I mean, even even to this day, I mean, like nowadays, you know. Me and my ex, it's like she'll sit there at the pool with them when she has something. She will sit in the lawn chair and will not move. 
you know, and the kids are playing the show. And, you know, when I'm there with the kids, I try and send my laundry with all the kids on the deep end. Yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. I come over there with you and, like, we practice swimming. Like, I would swim with them across the pool and swim with them back with that life that, you know, just until I get used to it. Just to, mm-hmm. You know, just like, hey, yeah, you can do this without me, you know. I yeah. I'm cool enough, you know, but at the same time, it's like, let's see how far you can make it. You know, they make it sometimes, sometimes they don't. It was really hard when they don't make it and they grab me and I'm like still trying to breathe myself. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, like, I wonder, I wonder. Like, they, like they don't, I don't think mamas do that enough. You know, that some, some may do, like I see some do and spend time with them. A lot of them are, uh, they're not there for the adventure. They're there for the, the love and you know. Mm-hmm. The adventures, the males, you know, men do the yeah. adventures, women do the the love and compassion and the empathy, as you put it. I mean, and I, and I, and I think I think there's nothing wrong with having the love and the passion and the, and the empathy, you know, or, or the, 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 you know, but but yeah, like kind of that idea, like because I mean, like even even going back, like the story that I've got about what Dad did versus what Mom did, like. When I turned when I turned eighteen and went out on my own um, and started kind of like making my own money and and like living by myself and all that jazz, I would spend I would I would spend like what I would do is I would I would get get to a point where you know I was making I, I made I made money throughout the week like I, I was paid hourly but what I would do is I would we would get paid on Monday. And what I would do is from Monday to Friday, basically, I would just spend this money. And then what would happen is, is like, on Friday, basically, like, my friends were wanting to go out and, and like, go to a movie or go out and get food or, or go out and, and just do some of the activity. And I'm like, hmm. I would look at my bank account and I'd have like, I don't know, it's like something stupid. It was like $5 in the bank or like, like or even less, or like $3 in the bank. But I knew, I knew. Oh, I feel like it was less. I mean, well, no, no, no. But generally what would happen is like, I knew. I feel like, I feel like I was there for you once or twice when it was less. As far as like monetary? I don't think you yes. ever, you, you never gave me money. Let's be yeah. There was never a time. What? Yeah. For what? When I was, when I was around, you were still on the... Casper, you give me five hundred dollars for what? Remind me, I don't remember that. For you to live off of, because you were poor with money. Mm. Well, you were poor. Okay, maybe, maybe that was too good with money. I don't really remember that. But regardless, to go, I mean, you, you to drink, go back. You, to be fair, you drank some back then. I don't remember much. What drink? Oh, I didn't. But it, it wasn't. It wasn't like it was like an everyday kind of thing. It wasn't like I was like getting getting drunk like every day. Like there were there were definitely times that I would go get drunk. Uh, but but no, like it wasn't like an everyday kind of thing. Um, but like I, I remember vividly. I remember vividly. What would happen is basically I would on Friday. Friends are going out, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go out because at this point in time, when when you would. You would have your your debit card from the bank, and if you swiped it and you ran it as I think if you ran it as credit, because back when you had the choice of debit or credit, you swiped it and you ran it as credit, it wouldn't hit your bank until the next working day. So Saturday and Sunday you were free, and then on Monday it would hit your working or hit your bank account. So what I would do is I would be like, okay, I've got like three dollars in the bank. This thing, this activity is going to cost me like $20. Like, but I'm going to get paid on Monday. It'll be like a hundred and some dollars. Like, 
you know what I'll do? I'll swipe it as credit. I'll just sign my name, and then I'll it'll hit the bank on Monday when I have money in the bank. And it was just the dumbest thing. That's how I kind of like live like my I would, life. I would never live like that. Like, good God, it's not your fault. But, like, but, I'm, but. But then, like, the thing is, is, like, fast forward to, like, what would happen then is there would obviously be time that I would overdraft and it would charge my account 25 Oh, yeah. It would charge charge the account $25 per, per charge. So, like, if I swipe it here, that'd be $25 if I don't have the money. And then I swipe it there, that's another $25. Even if I'm, like, spending, like, $3 here, $2 there. Ten dollars here. It was twenty five, twenty five. I feel like that's extra. what your score was like. You overdrafted. No, no, that's, yeah, that's, oh no, it was, oh yeah, yeah, no, there were plenty of times. I went to money in your life. That could be Thanks. the case, yeah, definitely. Um, but what happened is, is like mom would always call the bank. Um, besides the time that you would have given me five hundred dollars, mom would call the bank and ask them, "Hey, can you like get rid of that twenty five dollar overdraft fees? Like, can you, can you throw? Can you just toss those out?" And the ladies at the bank, because we had such a good relationship, they're like, "Oh, sweetie, sure, yeah, we get rid of it. It's all good. We're, we'll take care of it." And so, like at that moment, it was like this overprotective thing. Fast forward to me moving to Chattanooga, and I'm there, and same thing happens. Like I haven't learned my lesson. Like it was what early 2007. Because there to save you. Because mom was there to save me. But then dad steps in. He's like, "You can't do that anymore. Like don't. You're not. You're not going to bail him out. He has to pay for it." And at this point in time, I think. I think I owed four hundred extra dollars to the bank, and that's a lot. Like for 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 me at that age, at that time, that was a lot of money. I mean, I was what twenty one years old. At twenty one, I was like, "Holy crap, that's a lot of money!" Like, I don't make that much, and so having to pay back the bank a little bit at a time, like in order to do that, like was a very knowledgeable lesson. I'm not saying I do great like budgeting now, but I definitely know that I've got plenty of money in the bank to where like, I mean, unless like some kind of catastrophe happens where I have to go to the hospital or something like that, I'm good to go. But all because that made that decision. And like, that was a huge decision. Like, and I hated him for it. I hated every minute because like all of a sudden, like I couldn't get away with what, you know, I, I, I could no longer shirk my responsibility. And it was, but like, I never looked at it at that. Like, I never looked at it as a responsibility of mine, but I looked at it more of like, this is a man who is trying to ruin my foot. Like, my dad is ruining my foot. But, you know, honestly, like, now looking back at it here 14 years later, I'm still grateful that he did that. I'm so thankful that the dad was like, cut me off. It was like, no, we're not giving him any more money. We're not putting any money in the bank. He's not getting, he's, Paying for that overdraft, there's overdraft fees and everything. And I was like, I'm grateful. I like, like, and so I think that that's probably like a huge thing that mom can really teach us. Like, because mom's gonna, everything's gonna be okay, or, or, or mom's gonna try and make sure we're protected and we're safe. Dad's like, nope. If you if you mess up, you 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 pay you pay the consequences. If you do something that that you are then responsible for you're going to pay the consequences and i think that that's a huge thing that that like men can teach boys but women really can't um just this idea of a certain type of responsibility <clears throat> you know um a certain a certain way of being, being both manly and uh, uh I, I, I wouldn't i wouldn't say 
I don't because I don't think kindness isn't isn't a manly thing. Like I think being kind can be a manly thing. I think being positive can be a manly thing. I don't think I don't think these are necessarily inherently feminine traits. I mean, I think these are also masculine traits. It's just it's just that we I think I think what has happened is, is like we've I think in our society we've tilted one way so much that our immediate reaction is to completely tilt the other way. So it's like like sure, yeah, there was a time where misogyny existed where men were dominating women and, and like if you were married to a man then you were just kind of screwed and you were just like as if like you didn't get a choice in the matter you were staying at home you were getting pregnant you were taking care of the kids you were cleaning the house you were making the food and it had to be at the time that was it now like and, and so out of that I'm not saying that there weren't some great men out there who actually took care of their women and, and, and loved them and cared for them and treated them as more than just uh, um, I guess a prized possession but we've gone completely to the other side now where it's men are are, are you know to an extent in society are, are bashed and are treated as like less than and that women are the, the dominators that women are the alphas that women are the you know the greatest and, and it shouldn't be that it's one way or the other but it shouldn't be this like this blending of, of the two this understanding of the two that that men can't like it's not that men men can't it's not that men shouldn't be men but it should be that men and women find a way to uh, uh, exist in an amicable way right where where men and women are, are working in a symbiotic relationship not not a parasitic relationship you know not not being parasites to each other uh, or not feeling like one is a parasite to the other but instead are, are existing at the same time just understanding that women have these traits that make them great and that men have these traits that make them great and that through that they can actually work together and they can be together that kind of thing and so I think that that's definitely kind of like lost on on a lot of what what is put out there in society in media in, in the movies a lot of problems we have nowadays too is like you hear that one saying I don't need a man you know, so men are spontaneously rejected, but then they're all like five minutes later on instant media or instant media, social media, they're like, where, where are all the men at? What do you mean you don't need one? But you just said that, you know, just TikTok how much you don't need a man. Now, five minutes later, TikTok where are all the good men at? Well, you drove them all. Well, that's, that's kind of like what, what he what he brought up is that is that kind of like at this point in time, it's like we've we've given the proverbial middle finger to society. The men have just kind of like they've we they've hardened their hearts and stuff like that. But then then like later on, he, he goes on and he he kind of talks about where um basically ah, you know what actually I don't know if it was in this chapter or not. Uh, let me see if it was here. No, the hardened hearts is in the chapter. No, no, no. That that is what I mean. Is like, is he he goes he goes on to kind of like talk about how, like, even though even though society is kind of like, not maybe not all of society, but certain parts of society, certain certain people in society are are attacking men and manliness. 
Um, I mean, I mean that's going to benefit for a man anymore to be a man, honestly. But but what he says, but what he says, is he says, what we've done that it's actually more of our fault, our fault, not not blaming society because yes, society is is taking it out on men, and there's there's a lot of issues about men. I mean, especially you know, talk about the workplace, like like to an extent, to an extent, I'm okay with it, like like what they call like locker room talk. I'm okay with that kind of like going away because it does kind of objectify women to an extent, like like even like there's. Like, like even here in China, like there, there might be some people who kind of like engage in that, uh, um, foreigners who are here who engage in that kind of talk. And I'm just like, no, I'm not, I'm not really a big fan of that. Like I'm, I'm kind of more along the lines, like, you know, I, like, and even, even before I was married, I wasn't really comfortable with that kind of talk where it's like, okay, you know, this locker room talk, we're going to have this kind of conversation about stuff. But, but instead, like having, having, the, you know, um, where was I going with that? Oh, so I'm like, I'm okay with like getting rid of that and not having that. But the idea that, that, um, you know, that as far as society being responsible for all manliness being gone, even Mickler's like, you can blame some of society, but the biggest thing is like, if you're blaming somebody else for something that, that you can be in control of, like your manliness, you're blaming somebody else. If you're blaming society, then, then you're, you're already failing as a man. You're already not, not existing. And, and like, you should look at it as a, a, a mindset. It, it, it's like, it's my fault. I can do something. I, I'm not going to, I, this is a challenge. Society is attacking me as a man for, or, or certain parts of society are attacking me as a man for being manly, but it's, it's just, it's just, it's like, you know what? I like this challenge. It's like, now I, now I get to be challenged. I mean, the part of it is like, even this podcast, like what we're trying to do is challenging, being a challenge, like, like putting up a challenge against the traditional thought of what's going on in, in, in society. Like society is like, you can't be men. It's like, no, 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 no. We can be men. We should be men. We will be men. We're just not going to be again this far far side of misogyny, but also we're not going to go to this far side of misandry, right? Instead, we're gonna we're gonna have this middle line of respect for both sexes and and honoring both sexes for what both sexes can do and can bring to the table. Like, there are things that women can bring to the table. There are things that men can bring to the table that make them uniquely and individually different, absolutely different. There's no doubt that men are different from women. Period. That the sexes have certain capabilities. Women can do certain things. Men can do certain things. Women can do things that men can't. Men can do things that women can't. It's not like this. This whole like, oh no, like that's that sexist. Is like like women can do everything men can do. No, that's not true. Just like I would never say men can do anything that a woman can. No, can't. Like there's that's that's not that's not paying attention to our biological inheritances. It's not paying attention to, let's just say evolution, evolutionary. Like if you want to, I'm not saying like, I believe in all of evolution, but how you develop, how you have adapted. Like that's, that's ignoring that, you know, like, like our responsibility as men to be in a battle, to be, to have an adventure, to be the protector, to be the, the one who, uh, 
is trying to help and provide, right? And so I'm going to speak to that like more so than than you know than I can about like compassion. I mean, I think I think compassion is a huge thing, and I think it's very necessary for men. Um, but I, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speak to you know more more feminine traits. Again, not saying that compassion is just a purely feminine trait, but but like there are certain feminine traits that that women are really great at. Let them do that. But for us, like I I, I, I do, I'm interested in bringing back that manliness. And it's gonna be a battle. And that's what he talks about. Isn't it? It's gonna be a battle. It's gonna be a battle against society, against thoughts that are anti-male. And it's going to be a battle against ourselves, like whether we are being complacent or whether we are being uh, uh, natural, like like being the natural man, like um, whether we're you know being weak or being a coward or, or even being lazy. You know, you know I, just had, I had a I had a crazy thought. Just go ahead. You're gonna like it. So you know, I've said myself like a hundred times, like I don't know what I'm gonna do. You know, once school's over with, because like I've just been going nonstop so long, right. so hard. You know, what am I going to do when that challenge is over? You know, and then now I have this challenge where I'm going to school and going through a divorce and um, working, trying to find a job, fighting for my kids. You know, it's like, well, geez, like, I mean, the real question is like, if I thought I was taking on so much before. You know, then more gets piled on. You know, it's like, one, how do you feel? Like, I know dad feels about this whole energy of, like, bringing stuff upon yourself and stuff like that. Mm. Like, one, it's like, you know, did I bring more upon myself? And then, two, it's like, do we sabotage ourselves looking for an adventure, looking for that hard? You know, that, that was, like, the thought I just had. And I was like, you're like, Jesus, that's that's. That's a tough one, but like it's like, you know, now it's like, what am I really gonna do with all this stuff? So now, like, and then it's like, well, maybe I shouldn't think that because maybe like it's gonna be like something else gonna be stacked on top of that, you know? Yeah. Well, I think so. I guess like I guess from from my perspective, I, I think so. So so because because technically, I guess like this will be posted before our our talk about chapter two, where he talks about being proactive in 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 life i think one of the one of the things that 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 we should do is in in, in like in, in even in chapter two where he talks about complacency what 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 it is for us i think is that you know not like I don't know. I don't know if dad's like necessarily talking about like, okay, you're bringing all of this negative stuff into it. Cause like, cause like of how your like mentality is and stuff like that. I think that that's kind of where he's going. And, and, and while yes, to an extent, I think if you, if you kind of like breathe negativity or if you um, like, like think in a negative way, then yeah, you can bring that into your life potentially. Like you do, I think you do have some kind of control of that. But as far as, as far as like, doing it for like a challenge or for like a battle or trying to create an adventure for yourself in this like number one let's just be honest this whole divorce thing is going to take time and so you'll, you'll constantly be in a battle for that 
that being said, I, I think I think once once you're done with like school and like let's say when the divorce finalizes and when things uh, kind of like, I don't want to say settle down, but when it kind of seems like things drop off, right? You're no longer going into the battle of school. You're no longer going into the battle of work. You're no longer going into the battle of divorce. You're no longer going into the battle of, of dealing with a difficult, a, a difficult relationship. Then all of a sudden it's like, okay, what do I do now? And like, let me go and search for a battle. And, and, and yes, absolutely that. Absolutely. Like you should go and find something to do, but that battle doesn't have to be, let me go like try and, you know, do, do something that's going to cause me a lot of pain, not but like, like unwanted pain or unwarranted pain, unnecessary pain, but instead going in like, like let's just say becoming like, like you all of a sudden decide I'm going to become a bodybuilder. I'm going to work as an engineer and I'm going to become a bodybuilder. Like that's going to be a battle. It's going to be fighting. Or let's say, let's say even, even this podcast, let's say it's like, okay, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, um, I'm going to be working as an engineer, but also I'm going to be working on this podcast. And this, this podcast is going to take, it's going to be a challenge. Doing this podcast is going to be something difficult to do at the same time as engineer. Like, I mean, even me, like I, I'm, I'm excited to get up at 5.30 in the morning or at 5 o'clock in the morning after going to bed at midnight. I'm excited to get up to do a podcast like that. But that's, that's like a battle. It's not, it's not, it's not easy. Like I don't. You know, well, it, it is easy in that I'm excited to do it, but it's also difficult because I'm just like, like I'm like pounding away at the coffee, like just trying to keep up as much energy as I can. But like, it's it's the thrill of the fight, right? Did, it's right. Did I, did I did I pass out on you last night on the phone? No, 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 no. You were no, no, no. I, I don't, I don't think you did. No, no, no. We didn't, well, so I, no. I, woke, I woke up on the floor because I was so tired. I just fell asleep right there. I was like, man. <laughs> no, no, no. no, you're good. No, but that but that's the thing is like is like being proactive about choosing which battle you go for versus being complacent and then the battle comes at you. That's what he talks about. It's like like being proactive and choosing that battle. Being like, you know what, I'm gonna go battle this because I want to. Not I'm going to be complacent and then, oh crap, like now I'm getting hit with this battle and now I got to fight. And that's, and that's kind of where you're at now. Is like the complacency that has happened in your life. But that's chapter three. What, the battle? Yeah. It's chapter two. No, no, no. But the complacency you're talking about, like we cover that in chapter three itself too. It's like, instead of being complacent, you pick that battle. Oh, is it chapter two? I thought our own worst enemy was chapter two. No, 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 no. Uh, chapter two is the battle. Uh, this, no, yeah, our right, own, right. yeah, episode our own worst enemy is is episode three. three. Yeah, episode, episode three. The fake three. episode three. My bad. <laughs> My so bad. episode three will be chapter two. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. What are yeah. you doing? Um, but no, no, I mean, no, 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 no. Picking your own battle, like you said, I agree with. Um, not, not holding your tongue. Mm-hmm. As well as knowing when to speak up and to hold your tongue, as well as when to shut up. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta tell people when they're wrong, no matter how bad it hurts you. It's just like I said with Alex, you know, he doesn't hold his tongue. But mm-hmm. you have to know when it's right to share something, when it's right to not share. Kind of funny talking about that and then. Going over the same thing at the end of the chapter, 
it's the same thing. It's like, I mean, we are fine. Yep. Yep. And, but like, the interesting thing is, like, not only, not only do you have to battle, not only do you have to battle things that are in the exterior world, but, like, the biggest battle is the internal one, like, battling yourself. Like, like, in the, in, and obviously, like, like, knowing, knowing what, like, being, being able, like, being able to accept fault. And, like, the cool thing is, like, I know, like, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this a lot, where if you complain, if you're whining about something that's outside, or if you're trying to put the blame on somebody else, right? Everything is somebody else's fault. Like what's happening in my life is this person's fault or that person or the society's or COVID's or whatever, you know, that fault. But then then all of a sudden you're shirking the responsibility. You're like, you know what? It's it's everybody else's fault. Like, and so I can't I can't do anything about it. Right? That person's a, a jerk to me. I can't do anything about it. You know, my uh my wife did this to me. I can't do anything about it. It's her fault. Like, like one of the things again for me mentally is like, is like, like I can easily right now, I can easily blame my wife for my weight problem, just because, like, generally she's the one who, who, well, okay, my current weight problem. No, 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 not before. Like, 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 like building into it, like it's been all my fault. But, but then like being like, I, meaning like I could easily sit there and say, okay, she's cooking the wrong food or she's not making enough food. I could, I can make that excuse. I could sit there and like totally sit there and say, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's her fault. And I, and I can't do anything about it. Like she's responsible for all the food, but who gave her that responsibility? Who allowed her to have that responsibility? Like I'm the one who like, like if I take responsibility for my life and not just take responsibility for mine, but also to an extent take responsibility for hers. Like then it's kind of like, okay, it's my fault. I can do something about it. I got it. You know, it's, it's my responsibility to not just be the provider, but also to be a leader. And so if I'm not being a leader, in that in that regards, and I mean, I even talked to her about it last night when we were coming back to the house. I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start. I'm going to start cooking. I'm going to start uh, ordering um, um, groceries, like because because now that she's working and I'm working, like, but but I come, I can come home. And I can do some stuff here at the house because um, I've got time. You know, I can do stuff here at the house in order to help her out. And so that's kind of that idea. Is like. It's my responsibility to be responsible for my own health, be, res- be responsible for my own weight. And so I can't just like blame it on her and just be like, I mean, I could, of course I can. But that's, that's the, like you said, that's the natural man. That's the, that's the man that doesn't have sovereignty over his own life. That's the man who's not willing to accept responsibility for the stuff that he can control. And I can control that. You know, you talk about the biggest battles with yourself. I mean, that's just that's everything. Like everything is your mind is more a battleground than anywhere else. You know, because this life is so much easier nowadays. Like, like your mind is your battlefield half the time. You know, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? Should I do that? I mean, a lot of it's like, you know. Did I do the right thing? If I do this, what happens? You know, it's that cafe risk thing. It's like, what do I do? You know, like, like 
you know, of course, I go see a counselor or whatever to help me help through my feeling. But, you know, there the last two weeks ago before, you know, we dropped a whole other EPL on me and all this other stuff, I was like, you know, I think I could go back with her, you know, if she was honest about what's happened. Mm-hmm. You know, if she wasn't blaming me for everything that she did wrong. Mm-hmm. But then again, I know I shouldn't go back because I don't think she'll change because I was. And so I was so much on that fence, like that battle with myself. And, you know, when I went back today, you know, 100%, the fence isn't even in sight anymore with knowing that I should not get back with her because it's like you're still trying to destroy the person that you say you love, that you want to be with. And not even a week ago, you want to start dating again or whatever. It's like, you know, I was battling myself this whole time, and then it just proves the point. You know, she doesn't hear what she wants to hear. She's right back to the person that she says she's not trying to be. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, geez. And so, like, my counselor's like, yeah, you seem like, you know, before you're struggling with them, now you seem like you're 100% know what you're doing. I was like, yeah, oh, man. I was like, these things, like, making the right choice. I was like, I still don't know down the road if it's the right choice. I don't know if, you know, like I said last night, if. If um, I would be able to get back with her if I don't stay away from her. But the thing is, it's like, I made that choice. And it's kind of like that choice itself, that battle right there, that I made the choice for has kind of put me at a more self-peace. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like I know what's coming. I mean, I don't, but I know a general idea. Like, 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 I'm going to war, 100%. I'm fighting for my life, for my kids' lives, for my right to see my kids. And, you know, I'm fighting somebody that said they loved you, and now they're willing to just do whatever they can to destroy you. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, the battle in your head is just the forefront for the battle in real life, honestly. Yeah. It's foreplay. That's <laughs> not, not a good analogy. It's like, you know, 100 Let me. So let me let me let me ask you this. So so kind of kind of because because again like like the spectrum that you're on versus where I'm on. Like I'm here. I am two two years and some change. But let's say let's say almost two and a half years into marriage. There you are, eight years into marriage, <clears throat> and so sure. you've got you got you definitely got more of a of a like like a hindsight is 2020 kind of view, right? Absolutely. So, so let me, let me throw this at you. Would you, would you say like, I understand that there's, there's that battle that you're going on right now, whether to go back or you had, whether to go back or not. Right. But looking even further back retrospectively, would you say like, like there was, would you say that there were many times or lots of times where you were like the natural man in that, that you were either weak or you were a coward or lazy or a liar, a sheep, a thief, wanting something for nothing, pathetic. Uh, you didn't want to exert effort. You didn't want, you wanted things to be easy or safe or comfortable. Like, like, can you, can you look back and say, okay, this is, this is kind of, and not so, not so much just like throughout the whole thing, but like maybe like certain pinpoints along the relationship timeline that you were like, okay, this is a point where things started to kind of go off the rails, and then now this is this is a point, and, and like this is why, like this is my my issue, and this is my issue, and this is my issue, and this is my issue, and, is my issue. and that that ended up 
getting to a point now where you are in the process of divorcing? Well, I wouldn't call it like the weaker man, but I, I know I made mistakes that looking back at, maybe I could have handled it better. But at the same time, um, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like, there was always something off in our marriage. I felt like, you know, like, like she had been through so much. There was some baggage there from before. And it's like, you know, I want to be that good in her life. But then pretty soon, pretty soon with everything she had been through, like it turned around to where, you know, like I was being the bad guy instead of everybody else that done bad to her. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like she, she was presenting you as the bad guy. Well, yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. Like, like no matter, like, like, like even from the get go, like we'd have little scuffles where she'd throw my stuff out of the house, and like you know, because I didn't agree with who or what she was doing, you know, no, that's not right. You know, stand up. Hey, this is not right. What you're doing? Oh, well, you can mm-hmm. get out. You know, I'm like that's what I'm like now. You know, full circle 12 years later, it's the same thing. You know, she would agree with something I said. She'd want to throw my stuff out or have a long way outside about it. And. But, like, so. Honestly, so honestly, me, honestly, honestly, no, there was no weaker. Like, I. I should have ended it. You know, maybe I was complacent because I enjoyed the relationship. Mm. You know, I enjoyed stuff that involved the relationship. <laughs> You said that was fine. Uh, it's fine, is it? I wasn't sure if I was about to. Um, but then at the same time, we did split up there for two years, and I was like the same thing. It was like, yeah, I moved out for six months, and like she's like come back, and like, you know, that was a split. You know, that was a breakup. You know, things happened in the breakup. I'm sure between her and other people, and she assumed between me and other people that I, you know, even to this day, I've never been with another person. You know, and like that's the thing. Like she. She went off with like that little split as like, you know, where you had multiple women. And I'm like, no, I didn't. Like, that's what it was. It was like, you know, the inadequacies from your last marriage played such a heavy role in our marriage that we never even stood a chance because you instantly assumed I was the bad guy at all moments, you know? And like, I knew it. Like, I knew it subconsciously, and I, I, I just didn't recognize it. You know, like like nobody's trained to recognize when something's wrong. You know. Uh, well, what I what I would wonder is is so so let me let me let me ask these two guys because because like I want I want to dig down into it. I don't know like we're digging down into it today, but okay. I mean, we can. Where are we? I think they can close in like fifteen minutes. Okay, well then we got fifteen minutes to do that. Uh, so, so one when you were when you were talking about how like um, like she would she would like get angry at you and then like get your stuff together and then, like kick you out and stuff like that. At that moment, you would normally just accept it, right? And then when it and then and then when she would be like, "Oh, baby, please come back," would you? Bring it back up, or would you allow it to just happen? I just be like, okay, that happened. Let's just it talk was, it away. It was my fault what happened. I deserve the reaction. That's how it played out. So it was never addressed. It's like she should have reacted. Like, I never should have gone against her 
at all. Like, like you—you're saying you shouldn't have gone against her at all. That's how it was relayed to me. Like, you know, it's kind of like it is now. You know, like I reacted the way I did because of what you did to me. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I I, I get that, but like, what I mean is like, no, it was brushed under the rug. It was never. It was brushed under the rug. So, so like, to that end, like, would you would you say that it's it's your fault for brushing it under the rug or allowing it oh, to yeah. brush under the rug. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. So that's, that's, that's what I mean by like the weaker man is because the weaker man generally, the natural man, according to Ryan Mickler, the weaker man is the one that doesn't really bring that up, kind of leaves it under the rug. So, okay, okay it's under the rug. Let's do that. You got what? I said I agree with that. Yeah. And so, so there's that, but then, Going to even even where she's um, what was the other one where she's she's oh where, where you're like where you were saying like in your mind like you were like I never I never even really knew that or like maybe maybe like subconsciously I knew that there was something wrong or that there was something due to her previous marriage that there was there was an issue lingering there for her if you. The thing is, like, if you knew that, like, would that have, like, it would, it would kind of be like your responsibility to not attack that, but to, but to, like, kind of force this issue of, like, you've got to go and get some stuff done. Like, you've got to figure yourself out. Like, cause, cause, like, our relationship is, is kind of hitting this thing. And, and, and I can't really do anything with it. You've got to go and, and take a look at yourself. You've got to go and, and answer the question of like, what the heck is going on in your mind that is affecting this relationship, that's causing this issue? Like, what's going on? But I, I that was would... a long time ago. Like, she needed help, and like, she's like, you know, basically, it's just turned around on me. Again. Like, you made me feel like I was doing something wrong. It's like I didn't. I don't know how I would have. Like, but like even uh, even to that extent, like because like sometimes sometimes that'll happen with with Shelly is like I'll say like even now like there's something there's something like there's something in the background and 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 like it could be me it could be like when when we were dating there was a lot of a lot of problems that that were happening and my fault like 100 percent my fault I have no problem with it. and that that could be affecting her mentality in certain times whenever we're like having an argument or something like that but like she gets very angry very quickly and i'm like i'm like okay like like in, in about certain things that that it may not like I'm, in my mind in my mind in my mind don't mean that much but in her mind there's something there and so like i'll, I'll sit there and i'm like hey look we've got to figure something out like we've got to figure out what is going on there's now granted Shelly's much more inclined to do that. Um, she's not fighting me on it. She's not like trying to be like, no, like she fought me a little bit on it. She's like, I don't really want to go talk to a counselor. I don't really want to do that. And I'm like, uh, I'm not really interested. I'm like, no, no, no. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. Like this is, this is an important thing. And so she's talking with somebody now who's kind of like helping her kind of like process that and, and, and helping her kind of like recognize and, and, and delve into herself, delve into her past, delve into her emotions and figure out what the heck is going on. And so 
like my thing is like what 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 it seems like what happened is like the the, the battle there, especially for for you, like early on. Maybe when when she would be like, "Oh, you're just making me feel like I'm doing something wrong." You're like, "Oh no, like I'm sorry, like ah, that kind of thing." It's like, no, 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 you are doing something wrong. Like whatever's going on mentally with you, emotionally with you, there is something wrong with that. Now, I'm not saying you're doing something wrong. I'm not saying you're a terrible person. What I'm saying is you need to go figure it out. That way, our relationship can survive. But if she but but I would venture to say she would push back on that, and then you were like, like now you're fighting it. But if you like at that point in time, would you say that you were like, okay, fine, 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 never mind. Listen, this is not working. Let's just not deal with it. Because no, she, she, she has some help once upon a time. I remember she went. To, uh, she says something else, but what they talked about, I don't know. Yeah, um, clearly it didn't help. She just got better at hiding it. I think maybe or. I don't know. Maybe it just got busier, you know. Mm-hmm. She turned. She turned against the parents, and then like it was always a fight against how you choose your parents over me. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. Like that's that's like you know when you're getting attacked like that, you're like, no, I'm not. Like I'm not. Like you don't really have the chance to defend yourself because you can't. Like you're like she's backing up with facts, you know. Yeah, I did back my parents up, but you were wrong. No, you should back me up no matter how I am. It's like, is that true? Like, is that right? So that's not wrong with it. So, I don't know. Um, but I, we need to cut this off. So, okay. Okay. I hate to cut it short, but yeah, I think men are put down, let down, let others down. And it's just a. Oh, what's the saying? Um, hard times make hard men. Hard men make good times. Good times make soft men. Soft men make hard times. Mm. You know, it's just frozen for a little. We're making soft men right now. Pretty soon, we're gonna have hard times to back it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Yeah, but anyways, okay. I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna tell right. you. We're gonna start downloading it. Stop yeah, it. Yeah, that way. Yeah, yeah, like five minutes before they kick me out.